from the feature album by Panther du Prince from Germany. That's Lichterschmaus and the album Tried. One more from that. Uh, the X-Men franchise has probably been the main rival to the Marvel or DC worlds. Um, and it's also been the probably the most consistent given how far Marvel have fallen with their films. Uh, it certainly seems to have been um, probably a lot better. Uh, and the latest Marvel uh, Captain America film had a lot of flaws, but it was actually probably the best Marvel film in a while. It was uh, very much overstuffed, and uh, this uh, adding of characters from other franchises for no apparent reason to what was already a very convoluted plot anyway, and overlong and repetitive. It had its flaws, but it was actually a pretty decent stab. The Batman and Super one man one that came out before that was just dire and now we've got x-men apocalypse and they've probably got a higher watermark over their six films in general because the third one which was uh, directed by brian ratner is the only one so far that's considered a bit of a bad film and it wasn't a bad film it just wasn't as good as the first two x-men and then they rebooted the whole franchise um replacing ian mckellen uh, with Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy stood in for Patrick Stewart and so on. And they, uh, uh, the X-Men First Class movie was a pretty decent attempt. Days of Future Past was pretty decent as well. Um, and that sort of started to head down the road that we were at with X-Men Apocalypse. This time we don't get the winning anchoring combination of Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. And that tells... Uh, this time around, Apocalypse is played by a, a, an actor I've got a lot of time for ever since he first appeared in Drive, Oscar Isaac, who's showing up more and more, but you couldn't tell in this because he's CGI virtually. And it says a lot about this movie that I'm struggling to remember what the actual story was. It's one of those, uh, I think all of them <laughs> recently seem to be Someone's out to get all of the mutants and they're really annoyed at being mutants and they have to fight for them. Um, I actually can't remember what the story's about, which it really does show. The last one had quite a good story where they sent Wolverine back in time uh, to find a very broken James McAvoy who was taking drugs so that he could walk again and he'd lost his powers and so on. And it was sort of like a time-shifting thing. And it got a bit dreary, but it was still a strong story and the characters were excellent. We don't get Wolverine this time either. And to lose those three people is quite a big deal. But the one good thing about the X-Men franchise is that they've had quite a strong cast. Uh, Rose Byrne, Olivia Munn, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy. And the relationships between them have always been strong as well. And Brian Singer, who directed the first two uh, films from the original three, is back again hem helming this one. But the fact that I cannot remember the story should tell you an awful lot about this film. Um, it's everything that Captain America was, but it isn't a good film. It's actually worse probably in every direction. It's got a very convoluted story. It's quite dreary. Um, the effects and everything else are very, very good, but it's kind of like we're treading water now with the same themes going round and round and round. Um, the X-Men are always being hunted by someone. Um, they're always uh, going through these sort of almost teenage-style relationship problems with each other, and 
The only thing that's really holding it together at the moment is uh, having someone as heavyweight as Michael Fassbender as Magneto. Um, he actually does provide a great deal of um, gravitas to his take on the role, and James McAvoy is a wonderful counterpoint to him. Jennifer Lawrence's character, which started off strong in X-Men First Class, is kind of doing what Scarlett Johansson's character does in the Marvel movies, which is generally fading into the background for no real reason. Um, so there's not much tension on that level this time around. It's still it's still good to watch Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy on screen together. But the, the villain, Apocalypse is just not interesting. Reminds me a lot of the villain from last year's Age of Ultron movie. A very sort of similar sort of character. Um, and not a particularly original one as well. It really is probably... It's not as bad as Batman versus Superman. But it's nowhere near as good as Captain America faults and all. Um, so I would probably have to give... I'm just... I'm really trying to remember in my head what exactly... The story is, it says here, something to do with the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. And, yeah, that's about it. I really don't know what they were trying... Oh, did, that was it. So the uh, the only interesting bit happens at the start, which is that Apocalypse is um, an ancient Egyptian god. And during the process of making himself immortal, he's usurped by his own people and the pyramid collapses on him. And thousands of years later, he's regarded as being uh, the mythical first ever mutant. And a mutant whose powers are far beyond all of the other ones. But after that initially interesting premise, it doesn't really go anywhere that the films haven't gone every single time they've tried it. So X-Men Apocalypse, I would probably have to go as low as 4 out of 10 for, which is a real shame. I remember the third film coming out of the original trio, um, which was X-Men... I can't remember, but it was the, basically the story of uh, Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix story, where um, one of the characters gets these impossible powers that are so far beyond everyone um, that she ends up being a danger to herself, and Wolverine ends up having to kill her, even though he loves her, just to protect the entire world from what she's unleashing. And that was given a fairly rum review at the time by everyone. But looking back, it's a far more entertaining film. And what's lacking in all of the superhero films, it had a focused plot and it stuck to it. And now they're so scattershot. They're just all over the place. Like every year we're going to release a film and we're just going to fill it with the same stuff. And it's just like they don't even really care anymore, which is a shame, as this is definitely the worst X-Men film. Uh, this is from Gang of Four, who are...